It's time to gather the family around for the family discipleship portion of Household Hermeneutics. Hey, everyone, and welcome to our second episode of Family Discipleship or Family Worship for the Household Hermeneutics podcast. This one is coming after our episode on the four different types of theology and how we're going to be using those throughout the course of this podcast to study all of the Bible and all of the doctrines and all of those things. Um, So, like I said last time, after each episode of Household Hermeneutics, we're going to have a second much smaller episode that will encapsulate the topic of the main episode and provide some resources and other useful things that you can use to teach your kids in a family worship setting. That is our goal for this here, this second episode each week. This week's main episode wasn't on a specific topic because we were looking more at all the different ways to study and understand theology. And so today's family worship episode is going to be on the topic of how and why We should study the Bible. This is a very worthy and worthwhile topic for adults as well as kids. And our goal is to just encourage more study of Scripture for both grownups and children. In future episodes that are on a more specific theological topic, as I said last time, this family worship episode will be on that same topic, just at a different level. So for this week, family worship, studying God's word. When we're in school, We study and prepare for tests, right? Well, why exactly do we do that? There could be many reasons, such as hoping to get good grades, wanting a quality education, understanding the topics we're actually learning, hoping to graduate, I certainly hope, and you can probably come up with some more on your own. Well, studying God's word, the Bible, is even more important than studying in school. So why do you think that is? In our last episode, we learned that the primary purpose that we have is to glorify God and enjoy him forever, right? Well, studying the Bible is the best way to learn how to do that. So just like last time, let's look at a couple historical catechisms to see what they say about this. So first, in the Westminster Shorter Catechism, it says in question two, What rule hath God given to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy him? And the answer given, The word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments, is the only rule to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy him. And then question three of the catechism goes on to ask, What do the scriptures principally teach? And the answer, The scriptures principally teach, what man is to believe concerning God, and what duty God requires of man. So now, in an even more succinct way, let's take a look at the Catechism for Boys and Girls in question 14. Where do you learn how to love and obey God? And the answer, in the Bible alone. So now, before we go any further, let's take a look at what the Bible itself says about all this. First, in 2 Timothy 3.16, it says... All scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And now what's interesting is right before those two verses, in verse 15, where Paul clearly establishes all the things that scripture is good for, he also says, 
and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. I thought that was especially apt since this is a family discipleship episode. That is from childhood, you have been acquainted with the sacred writings. That is what we should be going for. Even our kids should be studying and understanding God's word. So now let's move to 2 Timothy 1.13, which says, Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. And then one more for this section, Psalm 119.104. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. There are countless other verses in the Bible that speak to the same fact that the things we need to know in order to live in such a way as to love and obey God are found alone in the Bible, but we're going to stop there for now. So since we've now established this fact, let's now move on to taking more of a practical look at how we can study and understand the Bible. I have three ways that we're going to go through this, and we'll start with this one. One of the easiest ways to learn is simply by reading the Bible. Now, I know this can be tricky sometimes. There are parts of the Bible that are not completely easy to understand. However, we should not give up when we come across something hard or confusing. We should pray, asking God to help us to understand, and we should, of course, ask others for help, such as our parents, our pastor, our Sunday school teacher, someone like that who's older and wiser and can help us to understand something complicated or just confusing that we're reading in the Bible. Psalm 119.105 says on this topic, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. This means that we can rely on it to help us live our lives in a godly way. But of course, we can't rely on something that we're not familiar with, that we're not deeply understanding. And so we need to read it. We need to study it. Now, let's move on to the second thing we can do to help study and understand the Bible, and that is memorizing Bible verses. This is an excellent way to study. That's why in these episodes, I will always include a verse to memorize at the end. Having lots of the Bible memorized in individual verses as well as longer passages can be super helpful in times such as when you face trials, you're going through a hard time, uh, maybe you're suffering from a lack of motivation, maybe you're going through some sort of temptation. The reason it's helpful to have it memorized is because God's word will remind you of his presence and his guidance on how to deal with your situation, whatever it is. Psalm 119, 9 through 11 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Finally, this is the third and last reason I'll give in this, in this episode. Another great reason and way to study and understand the Bible is to use Bible studies and listen to sermons. While, of course, this should never replace just reading the Bible on its own, Bible studies and sermons do exist that can really help you to go deeper and understand what the scripture is saying. On this topic, Psalm 119, 33 and 34 says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding that I might keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. A great way to do this is with the help of tools like these. There are excellent Bible studies out there. There are excellent sermons from pastors and preachers that are worthwhile of your time to go deeper on, on the Bible and understanding passages better. 
Now, let's move on to this week's memory verse. It was one of the very first verses we read earlier on in this episode, and that is 2 Timothy 3.16. So, just like last time, I will recite the verse, and then I will leave some time for you to repeat it after, and we will do this a few times. Now, you can pause if you need more time and do whatever you need, but I recommend you don't skip over this because it is highly valuable to memorize Scripture. So, for this week... 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Second Timothy 3.16 all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. One last time, 2 Timothy 3.16 all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Okay, now let's move to the catechism portion of today's episode. In the notes, you will find if you would like to look, that I have provided question and answers from several catechisms, including the Westminster Shorter Catechism, Keech's Catechism, the Catechism for Boys and Girls, and more. However, for this memorization portion, we're sticking with the Catechism Question 2 for the Westminster Shorter Catechism. Question 2. What rule hath God given to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy Him? Answer. The Word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments, is the only rule to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy Him. Question. What rule hath God given to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy Him? Answer. The Word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments, is the only rule to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy Him. Question. What rule hath God given us to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy Him? Answer. The Word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments, is the only rule to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy Him. All right, just like last time, we're going to conclude this episode with some worship time. Today, we'll be listening to the great hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Originally written by Thomas Chisholm in 1923 with music arrangement, by William M. Runyon. This version of this hymn was played on the piano by my wonderful sister-in-law, Susie Balmay, and is also sung by her. So I hope you enjoy. 
just like last time, if you take a look at the notes for this episode, you'll find a few extra resources on this topic that you might want to check out, as well as another version of this song that you might enjoy. <laughs>